The Adirondack Oral Biographical Library presents James Baldwin, one of America's foremost black writers. Frank Schatz is the narrator and interviewer. Taped March 27, 1973. I would like to talk. So, uh, there is a renaissance now. Uh, in the public interest in the life and times of John Brown, uh, the Red Civil War abolitionist. How do you view his role? What do you think about him? And what do you, what do you mean by his role? His uh, role in what he played, you know, in as an abolitionist, that he wanted to uh, help the Negroes to freedom. So was it... Um, that was not exactly what he was trying to do. What he was trying to do was liberate a country, not uh, not simply not simply the black people in that country. Yes, he wasn't liberal. He was conscious. So he had a conscious. It is how you well, view him. Yes, you know, well, he did it perfectly. Uh, people think of it as extreme because uh, all he was really saying was that men are not things. That the men are not things. Things. Now, was uh, what he tried to do at that time, was, was it relevant? Was it, could he help? Romanticism of his time, uh, you... Let us say, let's put it in, in our time. Would it be romantic now? Uh, if, it were, if it were romantic then, it would be romantic now. So it wasn't in your point of view. If enough people you, would have joined him... When you see, when you, when, you, when you take over government property, government property, with a handful of men, you know, yeah. all of you know they may die in the morning, you know exactly what you're doing and you're not being romantic at all. So you feel that he was a realist who, uh, or... I think he was a great American prophet. He was one of the great, one of the really great Americans one of the really great people one's ever heard of in any country. Because, what is your that when he went to Harper's Ferry, he knew what he is doing, or he, he, knew he might not get out? He knew it. So it was, it was a self-sacrifice? No. No, if you believe, I believe. Whatever I believe enough, I have to do what I have to do to prove, to do it, to make it real. That's what a belief is all about, isn't it? He believed that men should not be bought and sold. He also believed, and he was perfectly right, that that could survive. And, it, and tried, and tried, as he himself says, the day he was hung, or the day before he was hung. Now, that, that I now believe, as I paraphrase, that the crimes of this guilty land will never be abolished, will never be uh, wiped out by, but by blood. I thought it could be done, he says. With a very little bloodshed. But he was wrong. He was right then and he's right now. Now, what about his role as a, a leader of the uh, Underground Railway? Now, was it again a practical thing or you feel. Was the Underground Railway practical? Yes. And was it or, you know, because I heard some people. I probably got, well, got a lot of people in Canada, you know, a lot of it. Mm. What's well, practical? We're talking about human freedom. Yeah, but like, I mean, it is that if, in a, if he wouldn't have done it, maybe the uh, black people would have been so desperate that they would have raised up. It was a kind of safety valve, was it? Oh, I don't think that, no. No, I don't think that. No, remark, I was not there either. Uh, so I don't uh, know. Uh, no, no one living now, no one would like to be a slave then. 
what you have to put you to bear in mind is that a great deal happened in those years which no one's ever told us anything about. No. Uh, I'm talking about slave insurrections, I'm talking about cooks killing their masters, I'm talking about uh, the fact that no people have ever willingly agreed to be slaves. Yes. And therefore, they, you know, uh, of course it wouldn't be in the history books. All that's in the history books are the great insurrections. But what, what they came out of, what fed them, you know, what, uh, what a particular cook did to a particular master, you know, what the, what, what was the paranoia in which white slave owners lived, it revealed in only one way in the laws that they created and the system they established. That proves to what extent Do you the master was at the mercy of the slave, if you see what I mean. Yes. Do you feel that Brown's role, what he did, uh, really shocked the conscience of America of his time? Do you, you know of any country where the conscience of the country is better than you know any country which has a conscience? No. Because I, <laughs> I <yeah>. don't. <laughs> so he did. <laughs> and now, does John Brown and the other white people who acted like him to help the black to gain freedom, change in your view the collective guilt that all whites must bear in a way for the suffering of the blacks? No, the collective guilt that all whites must bear in a way is not for the suffering of the blacks. It's for the suffering, it's the suffering they brought upon themselves. It is what the collective guilt is all they, about? what they've done to themselves. No, but not everybody. Now, for example, uh, every American white man has to pay for his history. I've got to pay for mine. And it's not what you've done to me which menaces you. It's what you've done to you that menaces you. Do you feel that I can people feel? Yeah. Do people feel this way, or uh, I don't know you are trying feel. to open up that? Because people don't feel uh, that way. You know, if you talk to uh, 95 or 99 from 100 Americans, they don't feel guilty what happened before or even what is going on now in the heartland. They will yes. feel guilty after wounded knees over. They will mm -hmm. feel worried after Alcatraz is settled. People pay for what they do. Mm -hmm. What they do is what they do to themselves. Okay, so... Well, trying to change something. So was Martin Luther King trying to do that? Was he romantic? No, I don't think so. He was very practical. No. So when I ask you that the history of life, I mean it that it was full of suffering. And so one can have the feeling that it is all negative, that they don't want to think about it, they want to forget it. it Who wants to forget it? It is what I'm asking. They may be coming, though. It's a very hard question to answer because I see what you mean. Mm. And on uh, one level I could say, yes, you know, everyone wants that. Nobody wants to suffer. Mm. And everything you can to forget it. Uh, but uh, on the other hand, you can't because the situation of being a black American is not, is not past or present. Mm -hmm. And if you want to forget it, you, you can't forget it, you know. It's, uh, some, some cop will certainly remind you. Some landlord will remind you, a bank will remind you, you know, your kid will remind you, you know. It is not a question of forgetting, you can't forget. D'ailleurs, from another point of view, from my point of view, people can people, it's a very, a very great error to try to forget. Hey, Jim.
can, yeah. <laughs> can it be used, the black history, in a very positive way to... It give... has been used in a very positive way. That's why I'm sitting at this table. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm a very expensive item. Mm -hmm. Thousands and millions of people paid a very high price who need to have grown up at all. Yeah. So you, you use the black history, it is a, you use it in a very constructive, positive way. Everything that you remember, you are using it. It's not something that you want it, to forget. It isn't. You see, the reason the question is difficult to answer is because it implies latitude toward history. You know, mm -hmm. now most Europeans, to put it very, uh, let's, not, let's not go that far, uh, most Americans have no attitude toward history at all. Because, in fact, the whole achievement of being an American is, is the attempt to destroy history. You know, there's no point in talking about history to Richard Nixon, for example. But the scene as to his wife or his daughter. No. Because it does not exist. It is not, it is not a concept. Now, they don't know what a wounded knee is about, for example. They don't know how that happened. They don't know what it means to represent people who have never honored a single treaty with the Indians and what that means. That's history. No. It's, it's history. It, it's not history for the Indians. What Americans mean by history is something they think they can forget. They don't know that they had to pay for their history because the Indians are paid for it every inch and every hour. That's why they're wounded knee. That's why they took over Alcatraz. That's how you get Cassius Clay. That's how you got Malcolm X. Would it be successful, or...? Successful is not a word exists either in time or history. How you will uh, judge uh, action? The How? world changes. It will bring changes. The world changes. The wheel goes around. And what will happen? The sun rises and the sun sets. So what will be on the other end of the... But America is now on a decline, declining stage? It was never anywhere else. From what time on? From the time it was discovered, it was in, in decline. Mm. And it was in decline because there's never been a white country. But let's it has betrayed everybody, from the Indian to you. But many people will dispute it because, you know, as I look at it, that, uh, for example, uh, America came twice to the rescue of Europe. I will be today... I'm sorry, you're talking to me. Yeah, so you... It didn't come to my rescue. That's all I know about it. But you have a good chance to fight. And it didn't come to your rescue either. In a way... As I'm, you are now discovering. Yeah, no, in a way that I am today alive, maybe I can... I think I, because I would have been that someplace in the battlefield of Europe. But in any case, no. But America gives and you... If and if you're in Vietnam? I haven't been, no, but... Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm not disputed, but... But America gives you... Uh, who? Everybody, a fighting chance. <laughs> Didn't give it to me. It gives you. You are a famous man. You are... I, have, I don't know that. I, I, do not, I do not owe that to any American you ever heard of, except possibly John Brown. I don't know. <laughs> I'm very sharp sense of humor. It's hard to argue with you. <laughs> but no, it it gave you. It gave I'm not you because no, but it, it gave did not give me. You know what it gave me? It gave me my father and my mother and his father and his mother. It gave me my ancestry. That is to say, it gave me the auction block, and it gave me. Since I had to survive that, my grandmother and my grandfather and my father and my mother knew I had to survive it, it gave me that. 
So it did not intend to give me that. No, but you don't uh, feel that. Uh, I feel no gratitude, uh, whatever. That's what you're asking. No gratitude. Why should you? I mean, really, it's uh, out of pressure. But it gave me, it gave me an enormous, enormous sorrow, which I had, had which I had to learn to live with from the moment I was born. That can be a tremendous gift. <laughs> it's the only okay. gift America has given any black person. Yeah, to say the very least. <laughs> who were your people who you admired most, black and white? Who the people I admired most? Yes. In my own life, you mean? In your own lifetime. I mean, it can be historical persons too, but uh, whom you looked really up to and. So, my, my mother is one of them. My mother and my father. They prepared you for this fighting spirit? They were angry people they, they, in their they, life they, too? Look, they do, they, it, is not, it is not that well that it's simple. They are children to raise. They did tell me something. Yeah, but you... They knew, they knew I didn't know when I was born that I was going to be called a nigger. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what my life would cost me because I was black. They did. And they had to be running for it. You know, when you are saying this, but they are so strange for us because when, when we came to United States, it was 15 years ago, 18 years we didn't know, we still are, we're color, not just color, color ignorant. We just don't know the difference, you know, that people uh, can be uh, just different. So for me, it is a shock uh, uh, to hear it like it was maybe for you. So I understand it. I'm sure you do, but you see, what you understand too is what, for example, what John Brown is fighting about. It's an institution called chattel slavery. Chattel slavery meant simply this, that you, that I, for you belonged. belong to you. Mm. I was property. I was property. Yeah. And the color problem in America, and indeed the color problem in the world, is involved with that. But there was a one, there was a certain point in history, some people were allowed a way to make money off other people's flesh. But don't you get the argument from a lot of people that it was 100 years ago, and now, you are, if you are coming to the United States, you are treated like a hero, you are accepted, you, you are looked up to you. Huh. I'll talk huh. to 100 people and uh, all of them will be delighted to sit with you here and so what? Uh, but, they won't be, but they won't be delighted to have me move into the neighborhood. So, uh, they won't be delighted to have me in their unions. They won't be delighted to have me in their schools. I don't... So you another question, I'm trying to be honest with you. You asked me a question which involved my, my days in school. And I, you know, everybody's life in the way it begins. And certainly in school, the people I was taught to admire, I did not admire. I did not admire George Washington, for example. Mm -hmm. I, never yeah. seen, I never read that shit about the cherry tree. <laughs> because you, you have read his expense account before everybody else. You read the book about his expense account? I knew he had a slave. I knew he, I knew he owned slaves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was all I needed to know. Yeah. That was all I needed to know. No, but, uh, so let's... I admire Frederick Douglass very much. Uh, yes. Um, he was a friend of John Brown. Yes. Um, but I didn't learn about him in school. Didn't? I learned about him later. Yeah. I, never never I, can tell you, I can tell you how black kids are educated in school until today. Did, did you learn about John Brown in school? No. Never heard about no. him? I heard, I heard about him as an old mad fanatic. 
you know, uh, uh-huh. of no importance at all. But mm. who he was, no. How old were you? How old were you when you really heard about him, the, whole, the true story? When I left school. And started to educate yourself? Myself, yes. So it, it's a shame, really. But I think but so it's, it's again, yeah. But it's, it's a truth. So, uh, so John Brown was one of your childhood yes, he uh, heroes. Oh, yes, mm. indeed he was. Mm. Yes. He, he introduced Douglas. We're almost. Here's Eddie Douglas and uh, uh, this is on the ladder. Here's Eddie Douglas and when she discovered that Duma was uh, was was not white. Hmm. As Donald Duma. Ah, it's in the French, yeah, French. And as Donald Pushkin was not white either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, but I couldn't find the books for a very long time. Of course, Pushkin was a Russian aristocrat who who happened to be black. Too. Black. He was a mulatto. Yeah, he was dark, yeah. Yes, he was a mulatto. Uh, yeah. Right, when you... He was a little like Colette. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, but no one ever tells you that in school. No, no, because... <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, that's what, you know. And from the contemporary, from the contemporary people whom you can look up to... Richard Wright was very important to me, Richard's dad, but he was my contemporary. Well, mm-hmm. Richard Wright. Richard Wright. Hmm. Um, uh, when I was very young, uh, did he? Did you know him? N- right. I met him much later. Hmm. Did he help uh, you in a late? He helped me in many, he very peculiar ways. Hmm. But yes, he very helped me. And uh, Martin Luther King, you considered well, him? He was younger than I. Yeah, but you considered him as a. Somebody well, the, the, the questions, you see, the questions, the, the, the framework of the questions is impossible because I'm older than Marty. Like I, so, I, no. I can't talk about Marty in that way. I, was, he was my younger brother. Yeah, uh-huh. I can't talk about him that way. So I loved him. Nothing but you. Very important to me. So actually, he uh, went in your steps and uh, not you. No, his no, steps, I don't mean that either. I mean exactly what I said. That he was younger than I. After all, if he were, if he were. If you were alive, he would be, uh, he would be about 43 or 44, yeah. after all. Yeah, of course, man. How old yeah, are you? I'm 48. Yeah. You look much younger, I must say. <laughs> I know I do. Yeah. I know why, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's ask my mercy. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> anybody, anybody from the today so-called establishment who uh, is somebody who the young people should look up to. I am not going to play that role. Young people will look up to who they, who they, who they, who they look uh, up to. You are not singling out anybody. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you define the existing relationship between whites and black in America today? Is it? Civil war? Is it a? What is it? What kind of relationship? Ask John Brown. No, he is not here. I cannot mm-hmm. ask him. But mm-hmm. I can ask you. Mm-hmm. Uh. I repeat. Uh. It is the same. It didn't change anything. You see. What has changed? You're still in jail. But for, uh, it's not for the same reason. I don't. Uh, it's somehow. Uh, it's still commerce. Cool. It is still cheap labor. 
This is a way of controlling a person so that he will do what you want him to do, so you can make profit on him. That's what it is. If you have Belafonte on me, or you know, some kid, in, uh, some kid uh, on a needle in, in, you know, in, in, in Bedford Stuyvesant, the, 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 the principle has not changed. Well, don't ask John Brown. That's President Nixon. So there, uh, there is no. You don't see really any progress. It is, you know, the progress I see is not to be discussed in an interview. Because if I told you what I think of as progress, you would be in trouble. Uh, what will be progress, you mean? Uh, or how to achieve progress, it is what you mean? No, because, you know, if you... I don't believe in the word. In the word progress? I don't believe in the word. In the word progress. So I don't believe in the word. So only in what? In fighting or...? If, I, if that was so, I'd be sitting here, I would not be a writer. I know more about the world than that, too. So, because your word... I asked you a question, question before. When I said the question was not what white people have done to black people, but what, people, white people, what white people have done and are doing to themselves. There's not a question... Is that, is, there's not a question that has anything to do with me at all. It has to so, do with white people. No, you but should... You do. Yeah. You're doing it. But you know, only you can undo it. But now, how? Nobody else is going to save yeah. you. You got to save yourself. But now, how? It is all only through self. Don't ask me. I you don't know. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not so, uh, you know, uh, fire the next time, it still exists. So it is, uh, I, I mean it, not fire just. All you got to do is look around you. There's some questions I know. There's some questions I'm no, no longer going to answer. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I don't mean that for you. Yeah. But I mean, I've been through it for so many years. Yeah. All these questions, these ridiculous questions. I don't mean that for you either. So you don't have an advice. You, you, the advice is to the advice you look into yourself and and what you want to do for yourself. It is the only thing. What is your advice? You have no advice to give. Is this an rule? Maybe I have other things to do than to talk to you. What do you mean that for you? Yeah, the public. Maybe I have a child to raise. Maybe I got a woman to love or a friend to love. Maybe I don't give a shit what happens to you. Mm -hmm. but you know what I mean? Yes, I, I understand Maybe you. I don't give a shit. But you don't give a shit about what's happening to me. Maybe I don't care about what's happening to you. I do have a child to raise. I have other things to do with my only life than deal with such a cowardly race of people. But still, I would like to know, you know, because I am, uh, you know, this word liberal or so, but I have conscience. I am not liberal. But I have a conscience. Let's put it this way, conscience. Now, I would like to see changes, and I would like to have. Are you ready to pay for them? Yes, I don't know in what way now. What what it is? What is yes. the price now? You know, it the is, price is it, your the price is the price is the way your identity. But how? What is a, for example? Again, I I will give you the same answer what uh, Margaret Mead gave you when mm -hmm. you this television mm -hmm. era. That I am not good. I never did anything. But whatever I did was you know, you didn't do it. So there are people who did. They should somehow really pay the okay, price. It's not people who did, it's people who do. 
Would I would yeah, 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 yeah. do. So I I never did and I don't do. I don't do. So you do why I? should I? Would, see, now, those people who are... How to stop them doing it, whatever yeah, they are yeah, doing? Yeah, is that what, 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 what we're talking about is a kind of historical trap. Is that what I'm blaming you? Yeah. You blame you, you blame you. In the same trap, just saying. The only way we can deal with it, I think, is to understand that the that, that trap back to itself out. So what is the practical way? You uh, started to say. There is practical way. We, we started a discussion about John Brown, mm -hmm. who, attacked, who, attacked, who attacked the bastards of the federal government in an attempt to liberate not merely black slaves, but a whole country from a disastrous way of life. And it was, however horrible it may sound, it was a kind of act of love. Well, it failed. And sadly, such acts always do fail. And what's left is what the impact made on the conscience of a few people, which travels down in time. No, so it wasn't futile. No. But until today, the institutions, which, uh, which, which, which is where slavery is acted out, mm. have not changed. Until the institutions are changed, there's no point in talking about progress. So, how institutions can be changed? Yes, yes you are absolutely right. right. It's, yeah. it's uh, you are right, and it is uh, uh, very uh, logical. But how to change the institution? Perhaps I won't be out of it. How to change Perhaps them? Perhaps I'm walking out of them. To walk out like you did? I have not walked out, but there's something I won't do now. Passive I mean, resistance? I, I am a writer. Yeah. It's a very special place. I'm not, uh, for example, a dancer. Yeah. I'm not a boxer. You are influencing yeah. people. I didn't say that. You are. But you do. But that's not my point. My point is that since I'm a writer, Every writer, white or black, uh, who's ever, ever lived, is always going to do the same thing, you know, just to attack, really, you know, to, um, it looks like moving out, but you will not, you will not move out, because you, you know, it's, it's, also, it's also in you. What you have to do is accept that it is in you. I'm an American, I was born there, and I love that country, I love those people, I would not be so vehement or in such pain, mm -hmm. if that were not so, you know, and, uh, I uh, try to be as honest as I can be, but the price for that is, you know, first of all, to be as honest as I can be with me. Yeah. You, you understand? Yes, yes. You know, yeah. I don't know how to answer those questions, which are not really my questions anyway. My questions are how to work on people's hearts and work on their minds so they begin to love each other, which is the only, you know, that's a very common thing to say, but the only possible way hope to get anything done is you take me as serious as you take you. And you realize that your child and my child are going to pay a certain bill if we don't teach our children to love each other. You know? Now, it's important to be reminding them, as opposed to what's going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen overnight. It hasn't happened. No, it's never, it's virtually never happened in history of the world. Some people, have, some people have always believed it and acted on it. Some people never have, because it's hard to do. You've got to risk everything to do that. Uh, yes, 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 perfect. Yeah, it's logical, it is, but uh, would it work? <laughs> it is a question. When it is tried. It will. Yeah? 
Do you know where it's been tried? Where? Has it ever been tried? I don't know. Mm -hmm. don't, 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 don't ask me, will it work? Don't ask me if something will work which nobody's ever tried. So it's a constant struggle. It will go on and on and on. That, my friend, is entirely up to you.